to discuss those internet stories most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we have the memetic symbol. So for those of you just tuning in, creepy pastas, well, you can go google it, but effectively they are creepy internet campfire stories. There you go. That's a short version. Yeah. But yeah, go google it if you want. We'll wait. Cool. Um <laughs> god, you're not sick of that joke. No, I don't. <laughs> not at all. So um if you want to check out memetic symbol, you can check it out at creepypasta.wiki. Um I checked a couple of times, and I could not find a reading of it, so it does not exist. But we'll dive right into this one. So, Mimetic Symbol is being written by this narrator who um, appears to be this the only person in the world unaffected by this symbol that is affecting everything. Um, and it starts off like him narrating how he discovered the symbol. Uh, he is a an analyst for um, memes and like fringe internet culture. Uh, and he like like two two girls one cup kind of thing, but he analyzes them and, and, and detaches himself from it and tries to figure out how it affects human culture. So he's looking around for uh, for for his next big thing to make into a book or a hobby or something, and he finds the symbol, which is this. It's not. It's in the script of um, of a website he's he checks out, but it's not an image. But it's a, but it's in the the actual like the uh, what the hell's the word for it? It's in the thing. Um, uh, it's in the it's it's for some reason it, it says it's in the font, but there's no way that this could be a font type or like a typeset at all. Yeah, a it Unicode. Is. It's in it's in the Unicode, which makes no uh, no sense because the Unicode essentially is what makes up a uh, all the text and dialogue on a website. Um, but I touch this key, I get this symbol. Exactly, yeah. And this is not one of those symbols. Exactly, like, so, and he like it had to be like a. And it, uh, what's wor even weirder is that the code doesn't make any sense because there's not enough code in the source for this thing to exist on the page. So, um, in fact, this symbol pushes the number of symbols exactly one over the amount that there's code for. Exactly. So. He thinks that's really weird, but he, so he, uh, the next day he takes his hard drive, um, brings it out to his garage, and starts um, getting up, uh, like going to uh, like start writing up some stuff uh, about it, and notices that all the key, all the key, uh, keys on his keyboard, uh, the numbers and letters and symbols have all been replaced slash eaten by the symbol. Like every key is now the symbol, um, and what's more is that his monitor's uh, brand Philips has four uh, symbols uh, in a row. It's all the same symbol, and even the uh, the chip. No, it's seven symbols because oh. there's seven letters Sorry, in yeah. Phillips. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> have been replaced. Math, <laughs> yay! <laughs> I'm not good at it. Um, in the cultist's mind, it was a Sony monitor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the same thing. Like he finds a bag of chips <clears throat> on his desk, and it's just littered with the symbols where any where any content should be so thinking this he shrugs this off as a prank a very elaborate prank by two notorious people that he knows um and decides just to kind of take all his stuff and uh, notices that he's late for work and decides to grab all his stuff and drive to work and apparently on instinct 
halfway through his drive, just chucks everything out onto a into a ditch on the road on the on the way to work. <laughs> um, so he gets to work and decides to have takeout for lunch. So he goes out and goes to a deli, and he's in line at, reading a newspaper, and he's looking at the menu. And boom, there's the symbol where mayonnaise should be. And it's just like, what? So we asked the guy behind him about the symbol. And the guy just kind of like jerks and like spazzes and then ignores it. And he finds this really odd. Turns around, asks the, um, or takes his order with the cashier lady and then asks for orders mayonnaise. And she just completely spasms, like every muscle in her body just spasms. Um, and then she ignores it and she like looks at him cockeyed and is like, what? And he just kind of like ignores that, takes his order, but then runs out of the building to the nearest deli where he proceeds to go on a hunt for mayonnaise. And every place he finds mayonnaise, he finds the symbol. He goes to a shopping statue form, not just yeah. Like like he finds this like these weird statuettes of the symbol in this gray stone. Um, on just lining shelves where mayonnaise should be. And he asks, like, shoppers, and they all just kind of, like, go that spasming torrent. <clears throat> and then, like, look at him as and completely ignore, like, forget what what he, they just saw. So this is driving the guy nuts for, like, the entire day. Like, he eventually just r- drives home um, after going to, like, a library and, like, looking up, Im- like, looking up the, finding the image, or finding the, the symbol, wherever. Well, and my favorite part is he asks someone, and he goes through the, you oh, know, yeah. ingredient, the list of ingredients in mayonnaise. He's like, if you put all that together, what do you get? And the guy's like, I don't know, but I bet it'd go great with tuna. Yeah. I laughed my ass off at that. I was like, <laughs> it does, man. You don't know what you're missing anymore. <laughs> Literally. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, <clears throat> yeah, so he gets home, um, his girlfriend comes in. And um, he's asking her how her day went, and they, she, he then also describes what her job is, which apparently she does, like, in, uh, investments uh, in companies to other third-world countries. And there's some kind of... I actually looked it up, but, like, she's talking about, like, this conflict between New Carthage and the Ottoman Combine. And I think that might be made up. I couldn't find anything on that. So it's kind of like... It kind of gives you the first hints that this isn't our, our reality. Um, and then as it goes down, and then, like, again, she... Um, tries to uh, she uh, she tries to say normal and she just goes that horrible spastic gordle sound, um, and it just gets worse from there because the world just starts getting replaced with the symbol like nails gets replaced by symbols so that people's fingertips have the symbol on it and then all buildings tend to start collapsing <coughs> because they've been replaced the nails in them have been replaced with the symbol. Um, eventually the moon gets replaced with a symbol. Um, and a bunch of other things like he ends up having, he, um, his girlfriend's eyes get replaced with the symbol and she can no longer see, but she all, she remembers being with him and she, he just ultimately ends up killing her because as a mercy kill. And when things are replaced, like the very idea of them, the concept of them. Yeah. What they are, what they represent. It's like, like eyes are, you don't have eyes, but you have the concept of sight until you don't. And well, until sight is replaced, but yeah. you don't recall having eyes. Exactly, yeah, because you can't comprehend the symbol. Um, so eventually, well, he it is removes them from yeah ever being exactly. Eventually, he is left there in a field of like foodstuffs and some like little supplies that he's been able to scrounge up as the world has been reduced to the symbol, um, the crust of the and the, but the very. There's no point because he's got no mayonnaise. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like the world is essentially just collapsing and it's, he's just 
lamenting about how the symbol is going to take over his entire universe soon and that he doesn't know if this message will ever get out to another dimension but if it does like he want um he hopes that the symbol doesn't follow it and then at the in the last paragraph the symbol in the last sentence, of the, last last sentence of the last paragraph um the symbol has wormed its way into his message meaning that or kind of denoting that it's here so what do you I mean to... he just missed a letter Oh my god! <laughs> so, to be continued? To be concluded? But no, it's finished. Um, I like the idea of this story. Like, mimetic symbols to me are very interesting as a concept. Like, that something can replace, like, human, like, or just ideas and concepts and be completely alien to us. Um, but yeah, as we mentioned previously, like, earlier off the show, this one's a very dry read. Um, it did also kind of feel, I mean, aside from that, it did also feel like a, an outside, uh, the outer limits kind of episode. Like it was very kind of like that kind of like story, mm. like a doomed message. Yeah, I suppose, but th that's not going to save. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> um, well, what are your thoughts on it? Um, <clears throat> it's, it is well written. Um, yeah. and you know. The it's... fact that it is dry kind of fits with the subject matter, and but the at the same time, it's... Not very good for reading. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like I was reading a textbook. It, it's it's immersion at the cost of entertainment, Yeah, and that's never a fair trade. Mm -hmm. Although I would it's... rather be entertained than immersed. Yeah. Like, sometimes it has the... it well, has not the... always, but you know what I mean. It's yeah. best to have both, but if I can pick just one... Entertainment. I will pick entertainment. Um, and, I mean... It sometimes works, but The not... cool idea. Yeah. Like, I also liked the idea, and honestly, yeah, it's, you know, very dry read, but I don't really see how it could have not been. Yeah. Um, so it's really... It also gets his unnervingness from how, like, very detached he is from re describing things that he's encountering. Like, yeah, he strangled his his girlfriend because it was a mercy kill. But he describes it so blandly that it's kind of unnerving how detached he's You know, become. after seeing so much in, like, popular culture, like TV and movies where, like, Oh my god, you let one person die, but you saved, like, a gajillion you monster! Because yeah. you let one person die. And all of the drama that, to me, just isn't there as an individual, I'm, melodrama. I'm like, why are you upset about this? You know? It's drama for the sake of drama. It, it's just, it's like, they're just like, oh my god, you killed one person. Yeah, you know what? I saved the planet. <laughs> yeah. So, after all of, like, after getting just smashed with that left and right because virtually everywhere yep like the you know people can't make the hard choice in popular culture and make the right choice without getting fl catching flack for it mm -hmm. from you know from the rest of the community that yeah in. like walking dead i think is I, probably a good I, don't, I haven't actually re watched a whole lot of it but i'm guessing that's probably a good example yeah <laughs> i could be completely wrong <laughs> i haven't um, watched it though but yeah and like all of that, and I mean, even sometimes the character that makes the choice is like, you know, guilt-ridden with it, and it's... I, I don't... I can't empathize with these people and their thoughts, because mm. I don't get it. Yeah. So for this guy to literally just, like, gloss over a mercy killing of someone he loved... Yeah. 
And yeah, he killed them, but, but he spared he them. and their suf- he ended their suffering. Yeah. He spared the and he even mentions he spared the, her a worse fate than the rest of humanity <laughs> as people started and drowning. And glossed over and like yeah. he's got no guilt over it. He he feels he made the right decision. That in it that was actually quite refreshing for me because like I said, I mean god. <laughs> yeah. If I have to hear how bad he felt. lies are, <laughs> lies that protect people. Sorry, this is a really big pet peeve for me bucks. in the past couple of seasons of uh, TV. Like, oh no, you've, like, I've been watching Arrow, and his sister keeps finding out about these, like, little white lies to protect people. And she's all like, you lied to me! Well, actually, How the, could you lie to me? TV show called, and it's yeah. just fucking horrid! There's a whole TV show called Dirty Little Liars, which is that, that's the entire Okay, premise. first off, it's Pretty Little Liars, and Sorry. secondly, <laughs> I don't know if that actually relates, because I've never seen it. Sadly, I kind of have, and it does. I mean, it's just like the whole, like, the whole consequences of lying, essentially, is the whole premise of that series, from the sounds of it. Yeah, but the consequences wouldn't be there if people just lighten the fuck up and understand yeah. that, you know what? Lies had to be made. Sometimes, people don't, can't handle the truth. You want the truth? Okay, I got I got the perfect... In, in lieu of this podcast, this will probably date us. In lieu of recent events, I believe a man once said the best words for this whole thing. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Wow, that was just so... <laughs> underwhelming. All right, fine. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I thought it was going to be, like, some great thing, and then it was just like... That one quote from the Star Trek that everyone knows. (laughs) Does it not fit? Like, kind of, but it's more about, like, you know, I'm doing something to protect you and you're gonna, you know, chomp at the bit about it. You're gonna get all fucking uppity. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I don't know. It, it's a thing. It annoys the piss out of me. Um, I I probably annoy the piss out of my girlfriend every time we're watching TV and it comes up and I'm just like, shut up! <laughs> yeah, if you think I'm entertaining, try watching a television show or a movie with me because I quickly get annoying, I bet. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so anywho... Eventually, getting back to the point, the fact that that was like just completely you know, ignored. It was a and it was an event that happened, and it was chronicled because it happened, and for no other reason. Yeah. Okay. Um. I I did like that. Um. Again, I I, just, I don't have a lot to say. Like it was well done, but I didn't like it. Yeah. Um. That that's probably. Well, like the, you, you mean the you best didn't like way the... I can describe this pasta. You didn't like, like this that you pasta was entertaining. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, like I can't. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just it's yeah. just not for me. Yeah, is more or less how it goes. Um, maybe some people could you know dig this. Um, I genuinely um, I'm gonna jump ahead. I'm I genuinely recommend this. Okay. Because it's got a cool concept. It is well done. Mm-hmm. It might not be, it is, you know, yeah. a powerhouse entertaining thing, but... It's a thought provoker. Exactly. It gets you to think about it, and, you know, thinking is never a bad thing for people to do. Yeah. It was almost like kind of, a, I dare to say, like an intellectual creep pasta. Because it, like, it has some big ideas that it tries to create dread with. 
Yeah, I'll give you that, I suppose. It's a smarter one, for least. Well, yeah. Um, like I was like I was reading through like I was getting through I I literally did have to Google check a couple of things um, that he mentions in it because I just didn't understand them and that's just maybe that says something about my my IQ or my knowledge but I don't know really like what well mainly I mean New Carthage and the uh, Ottoman thing but then some of the techno babble that he was going on about at the very beginning uh, like involving like inter- the um, the analysis of the internet and stuff. okay okay those are actually I, I didn't know anything about those things or know if they were real things, but I've got pretty good filters when it comes to... Technobabble. <laughs> a, technobabble, and B, world events, be it past or present. <laughs> I, I can just kind of... You can skip I almost you look at it as world them. building. Yeah. Like, you know, when they mention something in a Marvel movie that I know nothing about, or in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that that one's a big one. And I don't know anything about it, Mm -hmm. because I haven't read a lot of Marvel comics, so I don't know everything about everything. Yeah. Like, hell, they made a movie about shit I didn't know. It was called Guardians of the Galaxy, and it was fucking amazing. But, you know, leading up to it, I knew nothing about Guardians of the Galaxy, so it's just like, you get all that... It's all just world-building, backstory kind of stuff. Yeah. So, it, it's not that I ignore it, it's that I just... Accept it for... I accept it for <laughs> either... I accept it for the science or history of this world. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's not real, or even if it is real. Yeah. You know? Yeah, world again, War II. Like... I accept that as the history of this world. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> And again, like I might be wrong in saying that New Carthage and the versus conflict with in the Ottoman Combine or the former Ottoman Combine is not a real thing. I I looked at I skimmed like I quickly Googled Ottoman Combine and New Carthage and didn't really find a whole lot. I found Carthage, which is a Spanish conflict, was a Spanish conflict in history. But I again, like if if anybody wants to let, send us an email and let me know how wrong I am for thinking that that's not part of our real history, go for it. <laughs> um. But yeah, so if it's... that was just made up and world building, kudos. Yeah, like I, and again, like... I am actually going to uh, say that that actually supports your theory of an intellectual pasta. Yeah, because it made me want to like look things up <clears throat> and see if what he was saying was well. No, and referencing you know um, the, the what was Combine. it former Ottoman Combine and New Carthage. Yeah. These are terms I know. Yeah, like I, but I don't know anything about the term exactly. And like, unfortunately, my only reference to Ottoman is the Ottoman Empire from Assassin's Creed Revolution. Because <laughs> that's the main villain, in, or the main faction in that one. <laughs> but, yeah, no, like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's just, like, that was my layman's This is reference. your public education system at work, folks. <laughs> Look. I got nothing. You can't argue with that. Nope. Uh... So, I will also give this one a a recommendation to read, um, in that, if only because the idea is really cool, and while it is a dry read, it is a relatively it's, interesting it, idea. It's well, and it, it is well written. Um, it's just not entertaining. It's just, it's, it's just very dry. That's the only thing. Is It's a dry read. But it was also a fairly quick read, yeah. which is part of the factor I counted when, pardon me, um, when I gave it my recommendation, because... <clears throat> If it had been, like, super long, I'd have been like, no, it's just boring and it goes on too long. But it doesn't. It... But it, it's dry, it's well-written, 
it's got a cool idea and it's short. So there's one bad thing in that list. Yeah. And honestly, I can read dry. I like to read textbooks as long as it's about something I give a rat's ass yeah. about. And this one kind of got me in from the start. I mean, not it doesn't have like a big catch me hook, but I, I was intrigued from the get go. Yeah. So I kept going and I, you know, powered through the boring, the tedium of reading it. Yeah. Um, well, you'll be happy to know that we have Matt for this one, <laughs> since I asked him uh, for some ideas for Creepypastas to put on the queue, and this was one of his. Okay. So, Matt from The Drunk and the Ugly, by the way. So, thank you, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if you're drunk and or ugly, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> so, uh, that's our recommendation, then, I guess, and that's our episode. Um, as always... You can uh, check this one out at creepypasta.wiki. Um, any listener out there that has a creepypasta reading YouTube channel, I want to hear this one read, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so that's my request to the world. Um, and you can check and you can uh, send us comments uh, and emails and messages and stuff at in, in the comment section below, wherever this gets posted. Um, send us a review on iTunes now that we're there. That'd be awesome. Uh, you can send us messages on Twitter. We are at Dr. Levi or Dr. Leviathan and Review Cultist. And as always, you can send us an email at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Or you can send us suggestions for other creepypastas we want you want us to review or discuss on the show. So until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. And I'm Dr. Leviathan. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well.